It is time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Morning, Keith. Happy hump day. Okay, let's talk about this fireworks firefight wow. in Delta. Yeah. It happened Halloween at Delta Secondary School. 400, 400. Utes. Yeah. 400. <laughs> 400 Amazing. and the video that was put out by the by the Delta Police Department is wild like you know these kids firing roman candles directly at each other I don't want to what, say what been there, you, done that. What did you say? To yes, I said been there, done that. <laughs> uh, yeah, growing up in Burnaby, uh, when fireworks were legal, and sometimes they weren't legal, but there would I was not necessarily participating in this myself. But I remember as a teenager, these kids, some of my colleagues or whatever would have Roman candle fights. They'd fire these things at each other across Richmond Park in Burnaby, from goalpost to goalpost. Uh, but never saw 400 kids, though, in one yeah. area. And, and then this other twist, this Uber delivery service, of, of that's, a, that's a completely new wrinkle. Okay, so that's what the mayor of Delta, who phoned well, in in the open line, phone call George from Harvey. George Harvey there. Yeah, so he said, just to quote, he said it was an Uber-style yeah. delivery system. Like someone was delivering like fresh am- supplies of ammunition of fireworks to these 400 kids. Yeah, he also said one kid was picked up by the cops, taken home, changed his clothes, and went back out again. Yeah. <laughs> sort of disguised. So he's blaming the parents. He's going, where are the parents? Now, I'm already getting a pushback from a couple of listeners saying, like, you know, parents... Parents don't know if their kids are, you know, is it really is it reasonable to know what the parents, no. what your kids are up to? No. You think a kid is going to say, "Hey, mom, I'm going down to participate in the fireworks war." <laughs> you, your 16 year old leaves the door. You don't necessarily know what what yeah. they're, where they're going, what they're doing. You'd like to know, but as a parent of a former 16 and 17 year old, <laughs> you don't know, and there's no way of finding out. Yeah, and you know, kids are going to do dumb stuff. We know that, but but 400. And someone delivering the fireworks. Yeah, that's, like, that's troubling. Yeah, you know, We haven't said that before. But again, um, we've seen incidents of kids doing this before. But this is a huge crowd. And this Uber delivery system is a whole new wrinkle to this. And the other thing is fireworks are illegal in Delta. <laughs> so <laughs> does that show the futility of these bans? Well, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, you, you try to choke off the supply, I suppose, but I'm not sure that's being done. Just a, a, a ban and then no enforcement isn't really a ban. Right, right. Okay. You know, for years we had, you know, it was illegal to have cannabis, but that didn't stop people from having cannabis. Yeah. Okay, that's an, an interesting debate we're following, and there mm-hmm. are calls for a province-wide ban. I'm not sure that would be any more as How do you enforce as a municipal. It? How do you enforce it? What are yeah. the penalties? Are the police really going to put a lot of resources into policing something yeah. like that versus other um, crimes or right. misdemeanors? Okay. Let's talk about untreated mental illness on the street. And, you know, today is the funeral of Constable Yang, mm-hmm. who was stabbed at, in this um, this call to a, a guy living in a tent in a park. And a lot of people have pointed untreated mental illness as one of the root causes of this. Now... On yesterday's show, I asked David Eby, is it time to reopen Riverview Hospital, like a large institution to treat mental illness? And he didn't He didn't say he would not do it. He sort of seemed like he's open to something mm-hmm. like that. I asked, I asked Kevin Falcon, the liberal leader, about it this morning, and here's what he said to me. I'll get your thoughts. If he is moving over towards that position now, I do think this is something where we can uh, put the politics to the side and say, let's just do the right thing here for those that are struggling with mental health issues. So I think that uh, if uh, if Premier Eby is willing to come over to a position I've been talking about for two years, I'm happy to support that effort. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's moving in that direction. There's no question. David Eby's already talked about forcible confinement, involuntary confinement of people with severe addiction issues. 
Kevin Falcon is calling for establishing a modern facility for people with severe mental health problems so they don't live on the street. Uh, EB seems to be pretty close to that position. I think it's inevitable. These two parties are almost on the same page when it comes to something like this. But again, as EB told you, we're not talking about a an old-fashioned um, mental health institution. This was like he described it like we're not going to do a 1950s style one flew over the cuckoo yeah. nest uh, uh, yeah. institution. The fact yeah. he's even talking about this suggests yeah. to me that that's exactly where we're headed. Yeah. That uh, it's going to have to be a modern institution. It's not going to be Riverview. It'll have to be a completely updated modern place with with uh, modern trained people, uh, staff in it. But when you've got both leaders talking about something like this, I think it's clear that's where we're going. Because the fact of the matter is you speak to healthcare officials, law enforcement officers, when they say that they see people who are obviously mentally ill and struggling on the street, try to get them help. Well, guess what? There's no help available. There's no, no bed. There's no services. Exactly. There's a so, waiting list. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, I've, you and I have covered these protest camps, or not protest camps, these, these homeless camps yeah. where there are people with severe mental health uh, problems, where there are weapons in the yeah. camps, where people are killed sometimes. There have been murders in some of these camps. There's been severe injuries. So I think it's inevitable that uh, what was a good idea, perhaps, back in the day to deinstitutionalize uh, people uh, is now going to be reversed. Let's listen to an exchange in the legislature yesterday. It's got some attention yesterday. And speaking of the, the funeral for Constable Yang today, so you'll hear Liberal MLA Karen Kirkpatrick here uh, alleging that the RCMP in Burnaby wanted a, a mental health ride-along car, like a dedicated patrol car to mental health intervention mm-hmm. calls. And she says the local health authority said no to the request. So you'll hear Karen Kirkpatrick here, the Liberal MLA, uh, and then you'll hear the NDP mental health minister, Sheila Malcolmson. Let's listen. The NDP declined the city of Burnaby's funding request for a mental health police car model. Quote, Fraser Health declined a proposal from Burnaby RCMP even though the RCMP were prepared to allocate a full-time officer, a vehicle, and other equipment. Those programs do continue to expand, but these are health authority decisions about how they will use their health authority resources. Your thoughts? Yeah, an interesting exchange. And Malcolmson pointed out, so the Liberals zeroed in on Burnaby, obviously, because it was, it's Constable Yang's funeral today. Yeah. And, and they quoted from the Doug Lepard report, that the government commissioned, in which he he flagged a situation where Burnaby RCMP had requested this, yeah. and the health authority said no. Malcolmson says it's a health authority dis, uh, decision. She also pointed out there are these mental health uh, ride-alongs, uh, po- police cars, in Vancouver, North Shore, Surrey, Victoria, Kamloops, Kelowna, listed about a dozen or so cities. So these are uh, established programs. Yeah, these are like a, where you have a, a dedicated police car and there's a police officer and there's a mental health like nurse, nurse that yes. rides along with the police officer on yeah, these specifically calls. Specifically yeah. trained nurse to, right. to deal with these situations. Right. Um, there's, I think, only one car per yeah. municipality. Right. Burnaby requested, for some reason, the health authority said no, and that's what the Liberals zeroed in on yesterday. But again, it goes to the issue that's risen to the top of all the issues in the legislature. Yeah. Right now, it's public safety. It's not anything else. It's public safety. And, that, and it takes all for, uh, shapes and forms. And mental health plays a big role in that. Okay, real quickly, tomorrow we're looking toward a an economic update from the federal government. Mm-hmm. So the finance minister, Christia Freeland, expected to 
deliver an update on her budget. And some of the indications are that the, the deficit could be down a little bit. Government revenue could be up a little bit. So she's going to say that the numbers are improving, but she is also warning there are clouds on the horizon. There could be a recession coming. Here's what Christian Freeland had to say. I'll get your thoughts. The world economy is slowing down and the Canadian economy is slowing down. Uh, that is the natural, indeed, the intended consequence of the interest rate increases by the Bank of Canada. Okay, so she almost sort of said, you know, we kind of want to cool things off because of inflation. But, I mean, this is a difficult economy. It's a weird economy, too. And we could be mm -hmm. into a recession in the new year. If we're yeah, not in one now. It's interesting. The, the B.C. government books uh, have looked very positive. Last couple of years. Everyone, we all thought we were going to have these massive deficits for years and suddenly the bc government's books are balanced in, in a healthy surplus the yeah. federal government's also going to be reporting rosier pictures when it comes to their own finances but down the road uh there are recessionary fears yeah. and that's going to have a, a but how deep will the re recession be we've been through recessions before um but we'll see how deep this one is all right baldry's beat let's go right to your phone calls here dan and abbotsford hi dan go ahead yes I'm just uh, phoning about the fireworks situation where these kids are doing things that that uh, maybe they shouldn't. I think part of the problem is that when I was young, fireworks were loud, and my dad was always there when I was a young kid, so when I got older, I knew what I could and couldn't do. Now the fireworks are technically illegal in so many areas. Kids have never had a parent or somebody responsible show them how to do it to start with. So we're just making the matter worse by these kids wanting to do something that they don't know how to do. So you mean your dad showed you how to safely use fireworks? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and now where it's illegal, okay. uh, lots of parents aren't going to be able to do something like that. So these okay. kids naturally will go out and use them the wrong way. Well, I think I was self-taught myself when I was uh, when I was young. Yeah, but. you don't... I mean, firing Roman candles at each other is pretty... Um, you, you don't stupid. get taught. It's it's uh, just <laughs> inherently stupid. Yeah. But kids do stupid things. Yeah. Let's go to Steve in Coquitlam. Hey, Steve. Hey, Michael. Big both hey. doing well. Two things really briefly, guys. Number one, how about just banning uh, roaming candles in general, or having having to be twenty five years or older just for the roaming candles? Um, number two, uh, as far as Riverview goes, thousands of people can't be wrong when they say open it again, maybe make it half a jail or half a treatment center. It's got a new roof, and it's been a new roof for the past three years or four years or something. You know, I mean, what do you guys think of that? Thanks for the call. Well, whatever facility it is, if that's what we get to, it has to be completely modern. It, yeah. it has to be um, state-of-the-art, and there has to be very well-trained staff, and yeah. it's not going to be like the old Riverview. And that's not going to be something you can do overnight, nope. too, by the but way. But I think we're definitely headed down that track. And when it comes to a ban, as we see, banning things sometimes only takes you halfway. There's always going to be an underground, and yeah. this is where a lot of this stuff is coming. And when I was a kid, there was an underground um, fireworks economy. Yeah. You know, People knew where to get stuff. Yeah, and they still do. Let's go to Ted and Poco. Hi, Ted. Hey, good afternoon, uh, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I'm for a total ban on fireworks, and it's easy enough to control, just to stop the sales of it, and there would be no more. I mean, I grew up with fireworks too, but now they're totally out of control. They're way more powerful than what they used to be, and uh, everybody seems to get them no problem, so you could ban them. The other thing is if you could see what it does 
to the local farms in the area, especially with horses. I mean, I have a daughter that has a, a stable with nine horses in it, and they were virtually up. Fortunately, my wife was out there to give her hand up all night trying to settle them down. And, you know, mm-hmm. one of his, her neighbors is blowing it off. And these are adults blowing it off, not kids. And she had to go over and face them and say, Ooh. do you have a permit? And could you please stop? Because the horses are going absolutely bonkers. And did and they stop? Was, did they stop when she did they, that? They, they finally did, you know, after uh. they, they used them all up, I guess. I mean, these were grown men. So, And then the other thing is you got to think about the dairy cattle and stuff like that, too. I mean, these things are animals are just freaked by the fireworks. Mm-hmm. You Thank know, you and for that. Also, Thank- some of our seniors in these homes as well, too, right? So, Thanks, and Ted. Can I comment on Riverview Hospital at real, all? Real quick, go ahead. Okay, as an ex-employee, it was the biggest mistake they ever made on the planet Earth. They were told not to do it. was the liberals that closed it down. And uh, everything that has happened, uh, they were told would happen. Even the, Wait, all the you... provinces and the state said, do not do it, and they did. So, so did you say you were an ex-employee of Riverview? I am an ex- ex-employee of Riverview Hospital, yes. So, okay. You know, mm-hmm. and, and as far as your health care workers and everything like that, they bounced them all over the bloody province. They put them in liquor stores. They moved them all over the place, but what they were supposed to be into. So, yes, it could be reopened. All those buildings were upgraded. No problem. Uh, they're all up to fire codes right now. It, it's going to take a while to put everything back. Yes, they look old and decrepit, but they're not inside. So, but Thank you. Thanks, get thanks. people off the street. So, thanks. thanks for the call. Yeah, well, as I say, I think that's where we're headed. Uh, we're going back to institutionalization um, rather than the reverse because it obviously hasn't worked. And, again, fireworks really gets the people's emotions going, you can yes. tell. But I think um, people set up fireworks. It's a really selfish activity because you're you're having these unintended consequences, particularly when it comes to uh, your neighbors but also animals. Yeah. It is animal cruelty. There's no, no question about it. Let's go to Linda calling from Barrier. Hi, Linda. Hello. Hi, go ahead. Um, I'm a registered nurse with a specialty in mental health, and I believe that Riverview should be opened. I also think they should open more family care homes because some people with mental illness, they need a home, somebody that's going to make sure they shower and take their pills and eat properly and dress properly for the weather. Um, So there's two levels where these people could be cared for. Linda, thank you for the call. Yeah, again, all signs are pointing towards revisiting this issue with institutionalization. And I've heard from a lot of people who work in the system or they worked at Riverview Hospital and they're all of the same opinion that they should not have closed it in the no. manner that they did. Steph in New West. Steph, you got 30 seconds here. Okay. Um, thanks very much. And I'm phoning, echoing what other people are saying. <clears throat> Sorry. In New West, um Another example of how bans aren't working, if you look up the bylaw, because we had several incidents of fireworks, you know, starting at midnight um, during uh, Diwali and whatnot, it it was uh, for several days on end. Mm -hmm. It goes for like two weeks now. Diwali, yeah, it does. And it's uh, it's an issue and a problem with a lot of residents.